Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And there are three. These are the trending topics for today. Yeah. Lindsay and I have the same three, but she hasn't clicked them the way I have. And I was like, don't click. Like, okay, don't fine. Okay, 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 try to figure okay, out what okay, these okay, things okay, are. Okay, I'm going to okay, start okay. from the bottom and move up. Okay. So I have number three is Maud. Maud. And I, I have like, that too. Maud is that mod like the b arthur show or is it something like the <laughs> it teens is, are into it is. it's mod like the b arthur show which i appreciate april 22nd was the anniversary of the finale of mod don't forget these are for us these trends are for us so Just like this they, is embarrassing yeah wait but a lot of people are also tweeting about euphron euphronia it's the same thing as clarissa I clicked Clarissa and I was like, is this like a Clarissa, Clarissa explains, explains it all? It all. It? And of course you get into the thing where half of the immediate top tweets are like, when you click Clarissa expecting Clarissa explains it all and it's not. And then everyone's mad that it's not, but they aren't explaining what it is. Wait, it's a meme. So it's a meme. It's a meme with like women? old, like Victorian women. <laughs> and it's like, which bitch are you? Imogen, <laughs> Clarissa, Faye, Fanny, Eliza, and or Maud. Oh, so it's not even Maud the TV but show. But Maud's both. So that's why I was telling you. Like well, the funniest thing is it's that Maud both. It's just somebody was like, oh, since Maud is trending, I'm going to talk about Maud the TV show. But it specifically is the series finale anniversary. So it's oh. both, which is wild. 
So Maud is one of the six women that you could be. Maud has ran out of liquor last week. Big dog might be a wolf. Hiding knives in her corset. Jack London fangirl. Clarissa oh, is, I think, the winner. She's absent in the cordial glass, singing two words in her window, having a jolly time, secretly full of existential dread. So everyone's like, that's me. That's me. I'm Maud. Okay. okay. Weird I'm Clarissa. meme. We- very weird meme. Very weird meme. Yeah. Number one trend is influenza musk because <laughs> Lindsay... That's what random Twitter accounts are saying that Grimes and Elon Musk named their baby. No, no. Influenza Musk. No, they're not. But they're just making jokes. I can't see any proof anywhere. I just see a lot of people responding to the news. Influenza Musk is not funny at all. It's just people responding to the news and making memes about the news that isn't verified literally anywhere. Right. right. It's not. It's, it's not verified. It's people, it's yeah. nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It's nowhere. Right. Yeah. But the memes, they're good. The memes are really good. The memes are good. <laughs> Influenza Musk, Ebola Musk, and Coronavirus Musk on their way to the Church of Satan. And it's like a video. <laughs> but the thing about Elon and Grimes is that even if they were gonna name their kid like, you know, Arthur, if they saw this, they might be like, Not a bad idea. Right. <laughs> what if they like white it out and put an influenza just to troll people? They're lunatics. But they're- it's just funny that this information comes from literally nowhere. It's like, nowhere. it's not, it's just like a joke. It's just a meme, not a joke. It's just spread. No, it's, it's literally Russians. It's like the I'm Homeland season where the Russians were creating the like bot farm in yeah. the secret place outside of Langley. And it's like, they're just planting information. But the misinformation is that Elon Musk and Grimes are naming their kid influenza. Wait, and it's tearing our country apart. Click this Twitter. Click this link. Did you text me something? Yeah. Click it. Sam at Sam Erection. Please click it. It has four retweets and 20 likes. Nice. Click it. Influenza Musk on its way. <laughs> Influenza Musk on its way back home after giving birth to itself. Zoom into that baby. Can you recognize and the baby? And it's giant baby in a cyber truck. <laughs> Did you know giant baby is three years old? Right. That's why he's giant, right? And the baby's name is Gavin. Yeah, no, I saw all of his TikToks. There's one of him like rolling around the no, mud. Stop. There's There's one of him like in a washing machine. His TikToks are good, honestly. They're all him doing things that you'd want the big baby to do. When the big baby is outside dressed like a normal three year old, yeah. it's like not funny. Right. Like the, the thing about this big baby is it's not actually a baby. It's a three year old that is like a little chubby and has a bald head. That's what makes it look like a baby, but it's three years old. When it's in, you know, baby attire, meaning just <laughs> like bottoms. <naked? laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay, like this looks like a one-year-old it's funnier and weirder that's why it's a giant baby but it's not technically a baby anymore that's what i'm saying like the reveal that it's not a baby just means it's like kind of like (laughs) a a baby looking three-year-old because the thing with big baby giant baby is that it's really tall (laughs) yeah that's the thing that's the thing about giant baby it's that it's really tall yes that's the thing about giant baby it's that's really tall the thing about giant baby is that it's giant Lindsay. (laughs) It's a giant baby. I love giant baby. If you guys haven't seen giant baby, search giant baby on Twitter. <laughs> the thing about giant baby is that you expect this family to get like ding dong at their front door and it's Vera Farmiga being like, I have some news about your child. <laughs> um, Wait, what would the news be? It's a grown, that's actually it's a grown an adult. Man. I don't know, like yeah. orphan. It's a grown yeah. man. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Comments. Welcome to who's there. Are we? Oh, vibe check. Vibe check. How's your vibe? Fine. Great. Now that we talked yeah, about l- giant baby, I'm, I feel good. Here's why my vibe is particularly good this morning. Like yeah. 
abnormally good vibe. Yeah. Because yesterday was my birthday and Aww. Lindsay sent me pie for my birthday. Aww. And I had a slice of the pie so for breakfast, nice. which is my favorite thing to do. Blueberry pie for breakfast. The pie looks so good. Yes. I almost like took a piece, but then she wrote all the pieces on the cover and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, inside, one slice of right. blueberry, one like, slice of chocolate, one slice of salted one. honey, <laughs> one slice of caramel like, oh. apple. I was like, well, I can't take one now. That was my mom's thing growing up. Her like f- number one favorite troll was when we ever ordered pizza, she would go pick it up. Yeah. She would go pick it up and then eat like half a slice in the car like somehow <laughs> cut a slice in half yeah. and then we'd get home and a half a slice would be gone and she'd go oh no they did it again <laughs> every time they always do this that's pretty <laughs> every good. single that's a time good it was a really good bit it's a good it stick. was a good bit we like that okay you were listening to who's there a weekly call-in show where we take your questions comments concerns at 619 who them we have a lot of comments this week because you all were on one, you were on several. You were oh my a lot was happening God. though. God, a lot was happening though. Hi, Who Weekly. So, um, this is maybe for Lindsay, but I'm sure you've seen this by now. But um, Ansel Watch, I think we can safely say that um, man, it's reached an interesting conclusion. Um, Ansel's pick on Instagram. Like, oh, I don't even. Like, I don't even have any words to say. I mean. Very glad that he's donating to charity and his methods are interesting. And I, I don't know what to say, but I'm happy that we, we've heard from him and he's thriving in this time. All right, me and Greece. So I just have to pause everything I was doing to call you guys to let you know that Ansel Elcourt, whatever his name is, is doing OnlyFans and posted his whole pubic hair on Instagram, OnlyFans, link in bio. Um, no one asked for baby driver pubes. No one asked for goldfinch pubes. Who? Help him. Crunch, crunch question is it hooey for ansel elgort to post news for charity crunch crunch hi Lindsay bobby so um ansel elgort just posted a photo on his instagram um a nice uh semi-nude for us all in this quarantine the caption was only fans link in bio which is funny because it was actually a post um for a gofundme for a brooklyn-based charity which is nice but anyway um, Ansel Elgort, really think he was supposed to be the next big thing. I would have almost said he was a them recently, but I feel like he's really descending into hoodum, especially after that movie flop. This feels like extremely hooey behavior. We'd be worried about him. Is there any way to stop him? Crunch, crunch. Did you see Ansel Elgort's most recent Instagram? Is he okay? So... I put out the bat signal for Ansel, which you may not have known because both segments got cut <laughs> and put on the Patreon episode. 
Yeah, so if true. you wanna, if you wanna hear what you missed me talking about Ansel, he was spotted. At, he was spotted in L.A., but it turned out not to be him. And the Daily Mail had to literally delete the article. If you wanna hear more on this, you could go to our Patreon because it's in the last Patreon VIP episode. Both segments: the segment where I thought it was Ansel, and the segment where I realized it wasn't Ansel. The point is, is that I put out the bat signal for Ansel. I was like, "Where is Ansel?" At this time, it feels like he is somebody who would thrive in these. Times because he loves, you know, to entertain the masses and he also loves like a good cause. Feels like he would be out here. I mean, also, he loves attention. (laughs) He loves attention, is number one. But he's like, it feels like somewhere he would be thriving. The point is that he Mm -hmm. was missing. I didn't know where he was. He also happens to live in my neighborhood. So I was like, where is he? (laughs) Not that I, again, not that I see him, but it's just like a thing that I was thinking Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And so not only did he turn up, he turned up in like the most wonderful way that got everybody talking because he posted a nude a nude that was taken by his photographer famous photographer dad meaning i cannot but like we yeah. joked about it like i i joked to Lindsay. i said lol do you think his dad took this and, and i was like you no. were like no his brother ah uh, just joking about why would your family take your too his sexy dad nude? is a famous photographer so, i know so it kind of now that i'm like i we know that he took it i'm kind of think it's fun like it makes sense it's funny like the dad having to go to just the right angle so that the dick isn't visible you know apparently it was too sexy instagram had him take it down he had to take it down so the point is what yeah he posted this semi-nude this like getting there nude and wrote only fans link in bio which is a funny joke because okay, everybody's... that's not a semi-nude. He was literally nude. Okay, he was just covering, covering up his D with so... his hand. Okay, but we didn't see the full D. <laughs> oh, my God. My point is, is that he said OnlyFans link in bio. It was a joke. You went to his bio and he was helping to raise money for Brooklyn hospitals, which is like mm-hmm. so Ansel to do the kind of like what do the people want to kind of to lure them in with his little nude and then link them to the (laughs) hospital and he ended up deleting the post because of instagram i think but posted a instagram story the day a day later that was like we raised some money that was good that was fun glad you liked my nude my dad wants me to say that he took the picture he wants more credit (laughs) so weird that his dad took the picture (laughs) i think it's so Um, funny we haven't, you know, one thing that we haven't talked about. What? Speaking of uh, nudes, or not nudes, dick oh. in the time of coronavirus. Uh huh. Is the I don't know, very hooey meme. Sorry, I'm applying moisturizer to my hands. They're really cracking today. Okay. The very very Sorry. hooey meme, but still very funny. Um, yes. Cockbig nineteen, because I think maybe you know, Ansel I was the original Cockbig nineteen. Cockbig nine. I don't want to talk about Cockbig nineteen. Just one of the laziest memes that still delights me every time I see it. It's, it's not good. People who post photos of celebrities who are rumored to have big dicks or just it doesn't even <laughs> celebrities matter. with like bulges. It doesn't matter, and it's like so and so Ansel Elgort has tested breaking it's always like breaking all caps Ansel Elgort has tested, tested positive, positive for cockbig 19 <laughs> and it's all over the like when you search for it the most recent ones right now are some k-pop stars it's cock like big everyone is just is getting cockbig 19 to happen <laughs> it doesn't rhyme it's not clever but it's still extremely funny to me every time right. i see it because also Breaking. at first i mean at first glance you're like covid19 it's like no cock big 19 <laughs> some of them they have receipts but in some of them it's just sort of fan fiction it's just a fantasy land right yeah and it's it fooled me the first time i saw it i was like oh no yeah. and then i was like does that say cock big 19 <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, can we move on? Yeah, okay, we're going to move on. Bobby, Lindsay, Neymar is not, like, famous in Brazil. He's, like, famous, famous. Like, just because we live in America, we don't know who he is because we believe in American football. He is a them of the thems of the thems. He is, like, a step below Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. Never quite got there, but he's very, very themmy and very, very rich. Hello, um, Lindsay Bobby. I was pausing the podcast to call in to add a little bit of color to the Tiago Ramos um, situation, the guy who's dating Neymar's mother. Um, his TikToks are incredible. Um, but an important detail that kind of highlights his endeavor to get really close to Neymar is that, um, allegedly, uh, Tiago used to date Neymar's chef, who is a man, so fun, um, so he met Neymar through the chef that he was dating. Um, so he has now dated Neymar's chef. He's now dating Neymar's mother. Um, and I think a lot of us are really hoping that this ends with him finally getting to date Neymar. Okay. I'm going to continue listening. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Oh um, my God. What? Speaking of Vera Farmiga movies. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know this is creepier than Norman Bates, whatever that show it's was. So creepy. I know that's what I was thinking of too. Uh, Bates Motel. What um, that is creepy. You also found out or read or it came up and you, we well, translated someone it from tweeted Portuguese. At us. Yeah, it, they broke someone, up. Someone I think a Portuguese hooligan or someone a hooligan who speaks Portuguese was like follows a Portuguese news site and was yeah. like sent us this news item that was in Portuguese and was like the translation of this is that Neymar's mom dumped. Tiago because she found out that he's dated men in the past but the article did not say in the translation that I saw that one of the men he has allegedly dated in the past was Neymar's chef well that's oh, maybe out how did they not know that maybe that's how they figured oh it out um, I mean that we could have told you this was not meant to be I mean we kind of did in the last episode which was why that segment was compelling because of the end. So this was actually covered by The Sun a couple weeks ago. Well, because they covered it in the first place, too. Neymar's mom's toy boy, 22, dated PSG footballer's personal chef and string of men before hooking up with Nadine, 52. Mm. Which is fine, but I guess it wasn't what his mom was, you know, into. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe she just like didn't know, which is, you know, which happens, too. There is a... there as you As you scroll through this story on The Sun, it's just like... Photos and photos of hunky dudes where it's like, right. uh, he also allegedly dated this PR consultant. He also allegedly dated this actor in stand-up comic. Sometimes okay. Ben is back and you just have to say either welcome or, you know. Sometimes Ben is like, I never left. <laughs> I, wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting you here. Yeah. Please come at another time. Um, I'm sure you've already seen this. Alia Shokat was spotted biking away from Brad Pitt's house. Um... They're just friends. Crunch, crunch. Yeah. They could still be friends. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean. Come on. I don't. I still don't think that that's like. I think they no. might be no. two weirdos. I just. No. If this were. If these were normal people, I'd be like, ooh, they're fucking if they were my friends. But because they're celebrities, I'm like, celebrities are really weird. I just don't know that I necessarily believe that they're I actually believe dating. That, okay, so I believe that they could be friends up until this very moment. 
this really? moment. I'm sorry. During a pandemic, not really supposed to be going to people's houses. Th- she's spotted biking away from Brad's pit, Brad, Brad Pitt's house. I just think there's like an intimacy there that is beyond friends who go to art galleries together at this mm-hmm. point. But also, there's. The I haven't really read a headline about. The photos are funny. She's in like a long coat or something. It she looks just like, like she's on a, a stylish bike. She looks like a secret bike. agent. Yeah, yeah she looks like a secret agent riding one of those bikes that's like it folds where the front thing is too tall. Yeah. Well, it's like for commuters. It like folds up or whatever. So Oh, okay. Fold me up. Yeah, literally <laughs> folds up. I'm just I'm just like, I'm convinced. I, I mean, think these are two. I think these are two weirdos. If you told me they were fucking, I'd be, if, if, I, if they came out and said, we're fucking, we love each other, I'd be like, or just we're fucking, I'd be like, okay, fine. Like. That doesn't really shock me. But if you also said we're just two weirdos, it wouldn't shock me either. Also, her pants are dirty. Her white pants are like have a big old stain on the knee. Who cares? The other thing is like I did. I don't think we ever mentioned this, but have you ever seen the video she did for Vice where I mean, it's pretty. I don't think you've ever seen it, but she did a video for a Vice series where they make a cartoon out of a story that a celebrity tells about a party. And she tells a story about like hooking up or almost hooking up or hooking up. I forget if they actually hook up with this guy, with this famous person. She's like, he's very famous. Like, but she doesn't say who it is. And he asks her, uh, he was like, asked her to shave. And she's like really creeped out about it or whatever. The mm-hmm. point is that he's really, really famous. And I guess people like did a little quote unquote research and kind of found out that it was Joaquin Phoenix, maybe. Like that was oh. the guess. So in my mind, I'm like, Ali Shaka can like bag an A-lister. That's how I'm thinking. And I think Brad mm-hmm. Pitt does see himself as like, first and foremost, a creative, like an artsy guy wearing like a, por- a pork pie hat. You know, like he well, is a creative. I think I think that's sort of what's clouding my opinion right now because Brad Pitt has... I, you and still I, think that they, he's quarantining with Jennifer Aniston like Star no, but and I, <laughs> and I believe rather successfully he's weirdly changed his image to me as someone who used to be a a-list hunk sex symbol to a sort of weirdo older middle-aged loner slash struggling artist who's kind of devoid of any horniness like Brad Pitt mm-hmm. has is somehow like to me this almost sexless yeah. creature at this point. He was a stoner guy. Then he became an A-list gold boy, right? Yeah. Then he became a sexualized cheater. Then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. he is a kind of sad dad, but then now is yeah. kind of metamorphosizing with the help of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and stuff from that whole minute into cool dad guy, I think kind of a stoner again, artsy guy. Mm-hmm. That's... It works for me. Well, I just think that specifically he doesn't ooze sex appeal the way he once did. And if anything, he almost, I mean, he doesn't ooze anything. Like there's just like, he's almost asexual at this point. There's an asexual vibe. But maybe that's why he's less threatening as like an a former a or a current yeah. A-lister, former golden boy A-lister kind of mm-hmm. this guy that she could date essentially that like in could, real could, life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm think, saying. Yeah. If they actually were dating, hot I would, I, I would believe it. I know, but that even that's a character. Outside everything outside of it, he's been so subdued and Yeah. Well, he kind of had to because of the accusations. I heard all those I people to write like, his good speeches. Right, 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 right. He's become kind of like daddy, like a funny dad. That's how he right. has But then that Oh, I but, sculpt. Yeah. Okay. We need to Next move on. call. <laughs> Hi, who is we? I'm just calling because you're not going to play this call, but I'm an archaeologist. 
Uh, they did chuck bodies into the box. That's how they got there. Howard Carter discovered King Tut's tomb. I haven't finished listening to the rest of the list, but I'm going to guess that you're, you're about to read Sir Flinders Petrie. He's an Egyptian archaeologist. He, like, founded archaeology as a discipline. Look, I'm a female archaeologist, so when people say, like, oh, you're an archaeologist, like Indiana Jones or Laura Croft, that's it. That's all we have. Okay. Love you. Bye. So we got it. We got That's it. That's all we have. <laughs> and also you, caller. You're we a celebrity you. in my book. Yeah. We have you. That is pretty fun, though. I mean... If that's it, that's a good selection. That's 100%. That's all win. That's nothing but wins. Indiana Jones and this hooligan. That's fine. Uh, That's great to me. Like, there's no canceled archaeologists, you know? Like, oh, you're like, uh. Not yet. Okay, next call. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. First time, medium time. Um, The banana Dunkin' Donuts uh, situation. It's probably not a drive-thru, considering the places that they're probably going. Either Santa Monica or Mernod... Del Rey, they don't have um, drive-throughs, but they do have delivery, so they might just be getting it delivered by a DoorDasher or something. Anyway, crunch, crunch. Love you, bye. Duh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets everything delivered in LA. Right. Yeah. yeah, you get your Dunkin' delivered. It's just so funny. It's like, okay, well, I live in LA and I know the exact answer to this. I'm gonna call and tell you. <laughs> problem with getting iced coffee delivery is that the ice will have melted by it comes so you'd have to be like iced coffee no ice and right. then you put the ice in at your house that's what i'd have to ask for which is fine i just feel like getting right? iced coffee delivered to you is very much against the point that would be very that would be a low point for me if i got iced yeah. coffee from duncan delivered to me i want to but i wouldn't did i tell you i went and got coffee for the first time in six weeks yesterday what little birthday java i walked to the coffee shop and, you and i bought a coffee and got it. coffee well, i got coffee wow i took it home and drank it like i didn't i didn't drink it there i didn't drink it on the walk because i had a mask on that is but like walked there that got you the did coffee that. went on yeah wow. i did it did you go to yeah. your place i didn't go to our my place because a mutual friend of ours texted me and was like our that place was. our terrible place they reopened for takeout and I was like, oh, God, I hate that place, but I might just go anyway. And you went. But then she was like, but actually, the other place is open down the street, and they're doing a really good job with, like, sanitation and da-da-da-da-da yeah. and, like, whatever. So and like, blah, okay, blah, blah. I, and I went, and it was great. No, I went great. Wow. Because the other place that we hate, which I don't want to name because that's rude, is just, like, sucks. And I feel like mm, I can't even talk about it without it being too many signifi- identifiers. Okay. The I point is I went to the house and I did it. It was really that. great. No, that's amazing. That's great. I also got coffee yesterday from a from McDonald's drive-thru. The, oh, the, the classic McDonald's? Yeah. Because I was, like, uh, well, it was just, like, I was driving. I dropped off your gift and you I was driving a gift. little bit and I was, like, what should I do? Like, I'm in the car. I'm having a good time. What should I do? And then I was like, okay, let's like drive far, but also stop at a drive through. That seems like safer, safer. Yeah. I don't know, or something. And so I stopped at a, at a McDonald's drive through and got an iced coffee, and it was incredible. That's fun. Also, Duncan, uh, not Duncan. Oh my God. Well, Duncan too, but McDonald's iced coffee is like very good. Mm-hmm. That used to be my thing. <laughs> When I was yeah, in Austin, my good. first job out of Same. college, my first job in Austin, I would stop at the McDonald's near my job 
every morning. Well, I used to, I went to this, I went to Starbucks every morning. And then the weird thing is the most like the craziest thing. I probably told you this story before. I went every day to the Starbucks that was inside a Randall's in Austin. Randall's is a really shitty grocery store chain in Austin. I hate Randall's. Randall's sucks. Like, why would you go to Randall's when an HB is right there? Point is the Randall's has Starbucks inside it. And I went into the Randall's and I would go and I would get a a venti hot coffee. It was like a dollar 90 every single morning. That's it. With, Uh uh, with room. Because I would add whole milk. coffee. I could That's never. It. Yeah. And this is a Patreon conversation, by the way. And, and I went copy paste into the Patreon. And I, it was like, I felt very adult because it was my first job after graduation. And every morning I would do it and I did it for two weeks. And then sometime in the second week, the baristas were like, hi, Bobby. Welcome back. Venti hot coffee with the thing. And I was like. And you never went back? And I never went back. I was like, <laughs> this is too familiar. And I started going to the McDonald's drive through because it felt less. Okay, but that's literally what they're supposed to. That's like I what their know, job is. I know, but I is. wasn't used to it, and I was like a little insecure freak baby, and I was like, "This is too close. Oh no, people are getting intimate. <laughs> oh no, run away!" <laughs> so I ran away. Wait, that is one of your funnier stories. I've that's never pretty heard good. Before. That's an okay story. So I started going to the McDonald's. That was next. That was next. But then the so whole you... problem with the McDonald's is that, like, for the first few weeks, I just get the iced coffee every morning, and it was great. And it's like a dollar fifty, great. Right. But then it's, it's McDonald's, great. and then you start adding on a McGriddle, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna get a McGriddle on right. Fridays. But then you're like, I'm gonna get a McGriddle on Wednesdays and Fridays. Right. I'm gonna get a McGriddle Monday through Friday. And then I was like, I have to stop going to McDonald's every morning. Right. <laughs> and now, and now, when you go to the airport, you'll wait in the forty minute line to get like cold brew at Starbucks and nowhere else. So I will, I want the, the, tides, the tides have turned. Next call. Lindsay, we're talking about coffee too long. Why did you let me do this? I, I, this you is your were fault. You were going. You were just <laughs> This talking. is your fault. Okay, can you? Next call. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. Uh, second time, medium time. Had to pause the episode real quick and call you guys. You guys got to put some respect on the Tori Notton's name. You said repeatedly, Adrian Bailon, Keely, and the other one. Meanwhile, Naturi was on power. She was in fame. I think she's released a couple of songs. She's going to be on uh, the spinoff for power. So, like, you know, give her a shine, man. She's kind of a big deal. Ish. So, anyways, me in quarantine. We were too focused on the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. No, but we we, we, we should have... Fo- we. Oh, this is an oversight. And honestly, mm-hmm. this made... Me and Bobby literally set up a hoodat. <laughs> so yeah, which is was a, set up. <laughs> we're promoting our hoodat, which will come out probably next week, the week after next, the week after next. Mm-hmm. Not can next I say, week, but the week after next. Yeah. Can I say my favorite thing about Notori Naughton's Wikipedia page? Uh huh. Of the two photos, one of them is the the main, you know, the lead image. It's her, like uh-huh. just her face. And then there's there's a photo of her performing. Where is she performing? At the H E B holiday parade in wow. 2009. She's a Hell Texas yeah. girl. Is she from Texas? No, she's from New Jersey. But that's no, so nice Jersey. that she performed she's, at the H E B holiday parade. She performed at H E B. I love it. Yeah, I'm so I would happy say for her. Power, though I know it's a popular show. We've totally been over this. It's like a blind spot because I don't watch it, and mm-hmm. like any other show that I don't watch, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like I know it's popular. And if you said to me, "Oh, she's been on Power for six years," it's like. Oh, she's probably a big deal. I would understand that, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Anyways. Also, it's stars. It's sort of like there's a category of prestige cable. I think stars, Showtime, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cinemax, like Mm -hmm. those cable shows. Like you might be paying more attention to an HBO show. Oh, she was on Mad Men. Wait, she was on Mad Men. She played the Playboy Bunny that Lane Price 
hooks that up means with. Nothing to me. I mean, that's like you're oh, talking yeah, about you power to me. I never watch watched Mad, Mad Men. Men. You don't watch fucking. Men. How is that possible yeah. that you haven't watched Mad Men? Know. That's like as confusing. Too close to, to me. comfort. The reason I didn't start watching it was that it was literally I was like I don't need to watch this as well. <laughs> she has a pretty, I would say, iconic though short role on Mad Men as a Playboy Bunny that is Lane Price's girlfriend. You, that means something to you if you watch Mad Men. I'm just trying to think of something that is like something that I've seen to connect her to my experience. But again, this is why we this is why we booked Hoodat. Because <laughs> we needed okay. a Hoodat update. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac and I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. <laughs> Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. (laughs) No pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, just calling in response to your Kelly Ripa content. I thought that was so funny. Her episode of Broad City is by far my favorite one as a side. Uh, I just wanted to chime in about her and her family and her chewing food. I bumped into her and her family at a resort in Mexico, and she actually approached us and started talking. It was like a very empty resort. She had a margarita with no sugar, uh, so no chewing food, but she did have liquor, which I thought was very cool. Uh, But the real funny anecdote about this is uh, my friend's husband asked for a photo, and she was super nice. She took a picture with him. I was just wincing. And then her cute daughter, who's under 20 maybe she was like 17 came over to me and goes do you want one too and I just thought oh my god to be the daughter of a celebrity of her nature like oh god that would be so weird I did not take her up on the offer but if you do look at her at Kelly Ripa's Instagram from that Mexico vacation she posted a picture of her family and I am trolling in the background and that's one of my greatest accomplishments good form Bella Thorne bye I think I found a photo because it's Kelly Ripa at a resort in Mexico from three years ago. And there's her family. Kelly's on it. And it's a photo Kelly took of her family. The caller said an empty resort. And there are three people on a bench. And I guess that's the caller. Hello, caller. The reason why I thought this 
not because you found the photo. I don't think that's interesting. But like the the cuteness of this call is the necessity of the daughter. And actually, honestly, very nice of the daughter to come up and say, do you want a photo too? Because that is kind of my thing. It's like I wouldn't want to ask for I would never ask for a photo, but I would secretly, Mm -hmm. secretly, secretly kind of want one. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like Mm -hmm. if. Not that I'd want one from Kelly Ripa. Again, I, that's not really the the person who I'd want to take a photo with. But it is very sweet for Kelly Ripa's daughter to play that role in her life where she's kind of like, this is a thing that is really nice for people. And I'm going to I'm going to recognize the person who maybe doesn't want to ask, but definitely wants a photo. And I know my mom is like out here like she's basically like a standing cardboard figure. She would take a photo <laughs> with like, you know, a, a rock formation. It doesn't matter. Like you I will recognize that you maybe want a photo and she's already here like take the fucking photo I think yeah. that's very sweet that seems very like functional to me yeah <laughs> and I think like an empty resort seems like a sort of safe space for a celebrity too definitely because it's like you're gonna see them again you're gonna see them again so you can't make it awkward you can't make it <laughs> so weird. it's like why not you know be nice when I can also if you choose to go to a public resort you're rich enough to do like yeah. a private vacation if you choose to go to a public resort it's like Okay, you might have to take a few photos. Again, this yeah. is not like I, a lot of celebrities willingly take photos nonstop. Like a it's lot not... of celebrities don't. So <laughs> true. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Um, okay, next call. Uh, we're gonna go questions, into questions, questions now. Questions, 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 questions. Hi, Who Weekly. Is Gina Gershon a who or a them? Also, I think she's dating the guy from High Maintenance. I'm not really sure. I think so. Maybe you guys can look into it. If so, I love that for them. Okay, bye. I love that for them. <laughs> uh, I love that for them. Is Gina Gershon a who or them? I'm going to say one, two, three. Who? That... <laughs> who? You're right. I we think she's this, character maybe. actor. I think she's who? character actor. Yeah, definitely. We've done this she before. She definitely means something to a lot of people, but a beyond yes. like a small bubble, she is probably a yes. who. You're right. And so is the high maintenance guy. Like who? Oh, definitely his a who. Name? Everyone calls him the high maintenance guy and or his most char- his most the guy that's his character's name is the guy. What's his actual name? Ben Sinclair. Oh, I knew that. I did know his name. So I did know his name. I when Lindsay was like Gina Gershon is dating the high maintenance guy to me in a text last week. I was like, Lindsay, we texted about this a year ago. <laughs> I'm Maybe not my... not quite a year, not but a year ago, m- many months ago because of a friend of ours spotted them or a friend of a friend spotted them and we were texting about like I think Gina Gershon is dating the high maintenance guy and we were laughing about it wait we knew it got my memory is shot we knew it before they she posted the photo of him yes oh my oh. god yes I oh, even I thought didn't... we talked about it on the podcast no we did it because it wasn't did. like it was it wasn't like they were trying to hide it they were at a thing publicly and were like right. making out right. and someone was like Lindsay Bobby Ben Sinclair and Gina Gershon were making out at this party I was at that's so it's cute definitely a good couple yeah to me sure. it's like it's like a it's a weird match he is a very to me seems like a very horny figure like, just mm-hmm. fe- feels like this guy is just like going around town being like hey 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 and Gina Gershon was like oh hi <laughs> if you'd like some potential rationale for his right. presumed horniness sure it's that he co-created high maintenance with this woman Katya Blickfield and right. they were t- a couple They're they married, co-created it they were married and then they divorced in 2016, right? Right before season two started, you know, production. And then she came out as a lesbian. 
Right. So right, but they're still friends. They still make the show together. Still, so oh yeah, they're still of, they're still friends. There's a lot but of interesting like, uh, Brooklyn dynamic going on in this in this yes. relationship. <laughs> so it's like okay, this this guy was in a relationship with this woman for many 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 years. She's like, right. eh, I'm actually over this. Like I think I'm over men in general. Like I think my true yeah. my true passion is for women. And he was probably like, right. oh okay, but they're I mean obviously they're He's still like, very they're fine, still friendly. I'll be f- well, he'll be like, he's like, I'm famous now and I'll be horny. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But it's funny to pivot to a woman who is in movies, like a sexy woman who plays so, like sexy women who fuck. But also mo- maybe her most iconic role is for being a lesbian, which is, m- I think, the funniest irony to this. Okay, So also funny, he is 35, which I thought he was a little bit older, but it's just the mm-hmm. beard. Like I thought mm-hmm. he, yeah. he's 35. The scraggly and, beard. Yeah. And Gina Gershon, 57. Okay, so what year was she in the sexiest movie that she ever did, Bound? Uh, 95. 95. 96, so how many... 96, 96, 96, 96. 96. So that was... That she was, was 34. 20... That was 24 years ago. Wait, but 35 mm-hmm. minus 24. Ben Sinclair was 11. So not... so. That's funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like maybe... That's pretty good. So during her sexiest high point, he was like preteen. Yes. <laughs> So, so maybe he went from a woman. A he went from a. He went from a woman who was like, "I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm gonna. I'm in love with you, J.K. I. I think I'm a lesbian." To a woman who was like best known for being a lesbian, who's like actually I'm very quite straight. straight. <laughs> I'm quite straight. <laughs> that's funny. Like I don't know what that is, but that's pretty funny. So Gina they're Gershon, dating. If I had to like explain the type of actress she is right now, she's like the kind of person that Ryan Murphy would cast. You know, she's yes, like she's yes. she's rich for that. And actually speaking, she's either the kind of person that Ryan Murphy would cast or the kind of actress that would end up on Riverdale. And guess what? She's on Riverdale. It's yes, she's a, she yes. is a she's a vintage but very memorable and the people who know her like have very fond things to think about Gina Gerd. Do you know what I mean? Like she, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So she's on Riverdale. Duh. This is the good part. Yes. They're dating. Is it all that interesting that they're dating? Sort of. I mean, I guess they like, they're cute. They're a cute couple. They're very New Yorky. They party. They're not trying to hide anything. He's on her Instagram. Like they're quarantining together. Great. So we always talk about like doing one more Google, right? Do one more Google, like find the last thing before you finish doing you know quote unquote research on these topics that you're doing so i was like mm-hmm. this is you hard to google. google well i did one more twitter search because sometimes google oh, okay. isn't enough and especially for these two because they're not okay. kind of they're not covered enough right they're going to be spotted to the by google. people not yes they're going to be spotted by, by tabs re- exactly what i was going to say they're just going to be spotted by normal people who are tweeting about them and sure enough when you google i think the the best thing that makes him that certifiably makes him a who is that they show up in tweets much more when you search Gina Gershon and High Maintenance Guy than Gina Gershon and Ben Sinclair. Sure. Gina Gershon and Ben Sinclair, very few results. Gina Gershon, right. High Maintenance Guy, tons right. of results. Right. People are like, they're dating, they're dating, they're dating. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, 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 okay. I found this tweet, this person, Mary Houlihan, in June of 2019. I, I Based on my quick research, they started dating. They met in the spring of 2019. They started dating in the summer of 2019. It sent me to the final tweet in the thread, and I was like, what? And then I clicked the thread. So it's from this woman. Her Twitter bio is writer, actor, comedian. She's in a production. It's like a parody of Face Off called Cage in the Park. It was written up in The New Yorker. Apparently, it was like really funny and cute. So last summer, she was trying to promote it, apparently. And in her attempt to promote it, her friend or something paid Gina Gershon to do a cameo promoting Cage Off because Gina Gershon was in Face Off. 
at real Gina Gershon complaining. I just want you to know what you did wasn't cool at all. My friend ordered a cameo from you and you sent back a video of some guy not even doing the script. I used to be a big fan, but now I'm torn. And then follows up with this tweet. This is not Gina Gershon. And yet my friend paid at real Gina Gershon for a cameo. Perhaps not so real at all. And the show is on July 14th. So this person is complaining that she paid Gina Gershon cold hard cash to make a cameo. And Gina Gershon sent back a video of just some random guy. Click the link. <laughs> okay. Just want to let you know that Gina Gershon costs $100 on cameo. That's mm-hmm. it's an important bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm clicking the link. Should I turn on my sound? Yes. Hey, New York City. I think you should all go to Shakespearean Face-Off. It's an adaptation of Face-Off in Shakespearean language, I suppose. It's called Cage in the Park, and it's Sunday, July 11th at Prospect Park at 2 and 5 p.m. Feel free to say that I was in Face-Off. The guy is Ben Sinclair. So that's so rude because they asked her because she was in Face-Off. She was in Face-Off, right? Yes, and then if you click on the next video that I sent, you can tell that she's in the room laughing at him. Yes, she is. So she's saying that Ben Sinclair is her and that she's put on Ben Sinclair's face? Yes, like, it's a good bit. But the person's like, I paid for her to do this because she was in the movie. It's really, really funny. And Gina did not respond to this tweet, obviously. And this person is a comedian, so you would think she would get it. But also I understand why this person is mad because it's like... At face value, lol, she wanted Gina Gershon, who was in Face Off and recognizable, to do a promo for her show that's based on Face Off. Mm-hmm. So she could promote her show that's about Face Off. That's extremely funny, Mary Houlihan. You didn't even know that you were stumbling upon brand new news that Gina Gershon was dating Ben Sinclair. She actually might know because she's she said she wrote, please provide proof. At real Gina Gershon has put me through enough as is. I don't want to be lied to. <laughs> That's really funny. And then someone was like, is that the high maintenance guy? <laughs> yeah. like, I think that's the high maintenance guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought that was just so great. Yeah. Um, I think this okay. person does get it but doesn't get why she did it in the like gets that it's funny but doesn't get why (laughs) maybe she gets it fully i don't know (laughs) yeah tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes You heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What happened to Kristen Storm, a.k.a. Xenon, girl of the 21st century? Absolutely have to know. Before I'm sorry. So I was a big Xenon Girl the 21st Century fan. It hit me at the right time, the right age. It was right when, like, maybe the peak of the Disney Channel original movie or maybe slightly after the peak or whatever. For our generation. Right. It came out in in 1999. Oh, my God. I was 13. Of course I love this shit. Mm -hmm. And then it also also spawned the sequels Xenon the Sequel and (laughs) Xenon Z3. And you'd think, were all the girls in every one? Yes, they were in the sequel. And they were -hmm. were also in Z3. This is Kirsten Storms and Raymond Simone (laughs) (laughs) of the famous uh, peanut butter sandwich cackle of recent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 
And so I think this is how Kirsten Storms had her little breakout moment past what she was already known for, which was pretty well known, which she's a soap star. So yeah, she had she's a general hospital. She was in Xenon, um, 21st Century Girl, iconic song. Remember the song from this movie? Did you ever no, see this movie? I never saw this movie. I never mm. saw this movie. I, I, what was I, the point of Xenon? She was from the 21st century, but like, so, so what? She like, lived in a spaceship. Okay? So it was like late 21st she was, century. She, it's 2049. Xenon is a 13-year-old who lives in a spaceship. She lives in a space station because her parents are like, they work on the spaceship and she like goes to school on the spaceship with her friends, right? And then- One of whom is raven Simone. in trouble and her parents are like, you have to go live on Earth with your aunt. And she's like, no, <laughs> but- Guess what? She falls in love with a guy named Greg, <laughs> who's played by no, who's played by Gregory Smith of Everwood fame. Remember Gregory Smith, Everwood? He's like a hunk in Everwood. Oh my God, you don't even care. Is there any any one of his credits that you would care about? No, I'm absolutely. looking at his thing. Hold Greg on. Smith. Oh, he was in Harriet the Spy. He okay, was like a but young I don't remember hunk. that well. And. The centerpiece of Xenon was a band, a space band, okay, called Protozoa. And Protozoa sang a song that was kind of iconic, and it was called, hold on. point is is that it went like zoom 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 (laughs) like that and then Mm -hmm. the point of the movie was that she had to get to the concert so it ended in this like triumphant concert okay (laughs) god it's like explaining like the (laughs) it's like okay great what xenon (laughs) okay sounds iconic it sounds iconic oh his name is protozoa and the group was called microbe get it it was all future the future i get it i get it oh we're dealing with microbes right now in our present truly okay so kirsten storms was after the movie she was she kept acting on television stuff then then she got a job on days of our lives briefly briefly after which she moved to General Hospital to play the adult version of a character that had been on General Hospital for a really long time, Maxie Jones. Maxie Jones. So okay. we don't talk about soap operas. I know very little about soap operas. But so the, she did soaps uh, after Xenon or she did before and after. Okay. Which is what she still does. Wow. A very funny thing about soaps, which I'm coming to we learn. And I guess I sort of knew soaps. intellectually. Well, it's such a specific niche and they don't really do much. Well, they're constantly filming. Like, how do they have time yeah, to do other things? You know, specific tabloids that are dedicated to soaps. But I guess yeah. they mostly soap talk opera about digest. the characters in the soaps as their yeah. characters, not as outside, which is exactly. So the reason you buy up. soap tabloids, as far as I know, is to catch up on the stuff so that you can sort of re-enter at any point, right? And and right. like and figure it's sort of like Cliff's Notes or I don't know short story versions of what are what's going on, so that you can figure out why you can like figure so out what's happening when you watch. Turns. Yes, yeah. The lead image on the Wikipedia for Maxie Jones is Kristen Storms as Maxie Jones. I guess she's the most iconic actor who played Maxie Jones. She was introduced in General Hospital as a child and then now as an adult. Robin Richards, 1993 to 2001, 2002 to 2004. Danica Stewart, 2002, because I guess Robin had to leave for a minute. Kristen Storms, 2005 to 2011, 2012 to present. And then in that one-year interim, it was Jen Lilly, then, while she was pregnant, Molly Burnett and others. So, 
It's the best job to have when you need to take a leave of absent or if you have to take paternity or maternity leave, you know, because it's like, oh, God, I'm going to have to be gone for like six months. They're and they're like, like oh, it's we'll fine. Place you. Don't worry. They got a, like ash falling off their cigarette. They're like, we got someone. It's like, don't worry about my it. The question is, is like, it's so funny to me that so soap opera is like part of the meme is that they're so confusing. Like they're just a twists and turns. It's hard to keep track of everything. Or maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking that. But it's just funny mm-hmm. to change up the actual actors faces because I would be like, wait, that's not who that was just literally one episode ago but mm-hmm. maybe it's very maybe it's a lot easier to follow did you ever watch any soaps because i watched one for a brief period of time no. and i'll tell you which one it you was watched passions. passions i knew you watched yeah. passions <laughs> i you knew this about passions? you my mom watched soaps sometimes but the only one she watched she was very specific and it was because my parents were a teacher so they had summer off so what they watch my mom watched. it was funny because my mom only watched all my children and only oh. some days and only some days and only in the summer but even as a young kid i realized that like soap operas don't really require any sort of commitment like she only watched it two months out of the year and only some days a week. <laughs> like it was like, yes. like three days a week, two months out of the we year. We talked and she was about satisfied. passions because passions like made history. It had the first, it was the first serial to show two women in bed together, like having sex essentially, which was like a huge oh. deal. I remember when that happened. Um, and this was, I think this was in 2005. And mm. then but the reason why I watched passions was because it was about a witch with a little doll who talked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> But then the guy who played the doll died and they had to like write him out and they did not write him out well. How did they write him out? <laughs> I'll read it to you. Hold on. They like, did not write like, him out well. Well, it was just like, oh, okay. One unfortunate trademark for passions has been eerie deaths. In 2002, Josh Ryan Evans, who played Tabitha's doll sidekick, Timmy, he was like an iconic character, died while on medical leave, just as scenes were airing where Timmy died in the hospital and went to heaven. Passions had planned to revive the character in a few months while he was a doll. Once Evan returned from his own surgery, but instead had to write Timmy out. After five years of evil crane patriarch Alistair being heard but never seen, Passions Mm -hmm. cast the role with longtime daytime veteran david bailey bailey was a hit with the cast well as the fans but on thanksgiving day 2004 bailey drowned in a pool just as scenes were airing where various characters tried to kill alistair who actually suffered clinical death before being magically okay here's the thing he drowned you can't can't really say that somebody dying in real life is is a coincidence with a like somebody dying on a show that's a soap opera because people die on soap operas like constantly (laughs) They die and they come back. They die and they come back. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like saying like, we've all seen soap dish. Yeah. Creepy. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is creepy. And that is really sad, but it is funny that they're like, I can't believe like this character died when this person died in real life. It's like, People on soap operas like are always dying. Like that's literally the thing. They come back to they come back to life constantly. It only ran for God. This is so funny. It only ran. It's like it only ran for sixty nine years. Yeah. <laughs> it it only ran for nine years, but it still had oh. two thousand two hundred and thirty one episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the regular brain is you watching Sopranos during quarantine, and me. It's like I'm gonna watch all of Passions. How many have you watched? Well, I'm only on episode eight hundred, <laughs> but. I feel like it's picking up. You could never. But that's the thing. It's okay. That's so interesting. 
soap operas were not even made thinking that anyone in the future would ever binge a full show. No. Because the idea that a soap opera show would be like picked up and watched again on streaming is absurd because there's too many episodes. So it's just so mm-hmm. interesting that like that yeah. wasn't even something that they thought about. They were just like, okay, we're going to be an everyday show and that's our thing. And we're going to assume that no one's ever going to watch these episodes ever again. So we have to make them ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's funny because the daytime TV thing is now more talk shows like mm-hmm. then there yeah. were talk show there were daytime talk shows then yeah. but the panel talk show has taken off in terms of like that's where you're going to get your like uh, poise advertising so that's yeah like for, for you don't women. need like, but, like you three know I mean? coked up people like writing scripts all day for this <laughs> stuff you know like you just need to throw megan mccain in a room with joy, joy behar and like, and like open the gates <laughs> right <laughs> And then you can put your ads for like diuretics and like uh, IUDs and every pharmaceutical uh, company is like yeah, Latuda. Oh my god! If I see another Latuda ad, I'm gonna lose my mind. And then I maybe need to take Latuda, but I don't. The one I hate is Zeljans, just because I feel like that word should not exist. (laughs) Zeljans. Zeljans XR. There's also one that sounds like my name. Have you seen the one that sounds like Lindsay? It's like Lin. Oh, Lin. Lin. Lin S. Lin S. Lin S. It's like Lin S. It's like Lin S. I'm like, what? And then it's like, uh, Lin S is for like diarrhea. Or <laughs> no, it's for IBS. For. It's for IBS. <laughs> Talk to your doctor and say yes to Lin S. Yes. Lin treats adults with IBS with constipation or chronic constipation. It's like they're like, what is a word that doesn't sound like poopy? Let's work backwards. And then they make all the <laughs> and then they make all the what's the one with the turkey? Chantix. And it's like Chantix is such a scary drug. It's for smoking. That's the one where you kill someone, but you also stop uh, smoking. Well, no, it like Chantix, <laughs> right? the side effects for Chantix are horrific. Yeah. They're just naming off all of these horrifying side effects while a turkey is literally operating a leaf blower. Stop Chantix and get help right away if you have changes in behavior or thinking. Aggression, hostility, depressed mood, suicidal thoughts or actions, seizures, new or worse harder blood vessel problems, sleepwalking, or life-threatening allergic and skin reactions. Anyways. Who's in them? People are going to call in who's in thems of TV pharmaceuticals. Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. Anyways, now Chris, what is Kristen Storm's up to? She's posting coffee memes on our Instagram. <laughs> Right, so this is where we're going. I was telling Lindsay because I... How did I, we get here? I, so we now that we're done talking about passions and Timmy, the the talking doll. Living doll, okay. RIP that guy. I. It's so funny to me that like I love when a celebrity is just like, uh, just working and successful and normie. <laughs> and they you? just... And she's just, you know, she's home. She's a little older than we are. She's got a kid. She's got a good job. She's in quarantine. And she loves to knit. And she loves coffee. She loves coffee. She loves coffee. And she's selling clothes. She's selling clothes. And she has a podcast. Well, she doesn't have a podcast. She was just on a podcast. Oh, she was on a podcast? She was on the gay podcast because she understands her audience. She understands her audience. I love this this meme that she posted. Like Facebook Lives for General Hospital. The most wholesome meme is about yarn. In case nobody told you today, you're beautiful and you deserve unlimited yarn. (laughs) And (laughs) And this one, which I have... And this one, which I... Wait, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It's sort of like you as kind, you as smart, you as important, but it's like you as kind, you as important, and you deserve yarn. <laughs> These are just yarn things, just yarny things. Just I don't yarn understand. Things. Maybe if I just knit... Just yarny things. Then there's this. Want to hear a joke? Decaf. 
Bobby. That's good. Want to hear a joke? That's the funniest thing you've... Dick up. <laughs> She's been doing the yarn thing for a long time. She's been yarny. And she loves Harlan Coben. Every time a new Harlan Coben book comes out, she takes a selfie with it, which I find so really sweet. Dad. Really? This is nice. You're right. It's like, it's nice to be remembered for... It's nice to be remembered fondly and still working in a niche. So it's like, yeah. she has a millennial thing where millennials love her from Xenon. That was like truly a popular thing. It's maybe you don't, you didn't watch it, but it was no, definitely I, a thing. I knew about her. She was in And the then ether. she has this like general hospital work that like never Won't seems to end. go away. Will never and it seems end. seems easy to be honest. Like, you know. <laughs> you show maybe, up. Yeah. Maybe it will end though. I feel like. I feel like soaps are not going to stand the test well, of time. Well, now they did you read though... they're like during corona they're running out of episodes. They were they're almost like they've reached the end of their bank. Oh god, I'm like nervous. Yeah, I mean every nervous industry. For them. It's every industry. Uh click beep yeah. beep because look, this is proof that she's doing well. Click that where it says yeah. beep beep. Wait, where are you clicking? At where the bottom between her underneath her Harlan Coben Instagrams. Beep, beep. Okay, yeah. let me click. It's proof that she's in a perfect place. Oh, she's doing promo for FabFitFun. <laughs> yeah, she's Just doing like FabFitFun box. Great. Incredible. Um, nice box. I like taking the time to point out a child star who is like absolutely okay, as far as we can tell. Okay, so by now we as a nation have heard about Andy McDowell breaking and entering into a park in L.A. So I did a little digging. I live in L.A. And I was like, oh, like I wonder what park she was breaking and entering into i bet it was runyon or something like everyone does and this park is called deb's regional park it's in montecito heights which is like east la like near pasadena and i was like oh that's so weird like people like celebrities especially do not usually go to the east side of la because that's pretty far from like beverly hills west hollywood and i was like oh well i wonder where andy mcdowell lives then in LA like maybe this is her close park and if she does live on the east side that is pretty cool because the east side is like a way cooler part of town than the west side is so Andy McDowell does not live on the east side Andy McDowell lives in Marina del Rey which is right on the beach other famous residents of Marina del Rey include Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules and so basically Andy McDowell drove 15 to 16 miles conservatively to break and enter into this park, which is utterly fascinating to me. Like, I bet she did it because she didn't think she was going to get caught because this is like an under-the-radar park. So, yeah, the, like TLDR, this is a devious move on Andy McDowell's part, Crunch Crunch. It, when you break it down like that? Is it because her daughters live closer? That Like, the daughters would live in a cool part of town, right? I think so, because if you remember, Margaret Qualley was quarantining, quote-unquote, with, with that Kaya. crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, these people don't know what quarantine means. One minute she's I'm out with Kaya Gerber, the other minute she's they, breaking into a park with her mom. They don't give a fuck about any type of rule. I'm telling you, this is like some, this is some celebrity no, bullshit. They I'm do mad. not care about any rule and it's not about like shaming andy mcdowell or like making her feel about whatever it's just like you clearly do not give a shit about anything right this as an as an og andy mcdowell fan stan that's fucked up yeah it is and then to kind of it's like she she lied about it according to just jared i didn't see this but according to just jared andy mcdowell seemingly responds to photos of her crawling under the photos are extremely funny because she's like the it's maybe 10 inches 
of 12 inches max that she's crawling underneath this gate that yeah, is pre- trying right. to prevent people from going into the park and the dog the tiny little chihuahua is just there like like wants to die yeah. the, do- and, the dog's like come on and there are these funny photos and so people say it annie mcdowell sneaks into this like breaks into a park to walk her dog with her daughters margaret and rainy Qualley. then andy went on her instagram and said both my girls are in Montana. They are not in LA. And then I guess people were like, Andy, we have photos of you and your daughters <laughs> crawling out of this park. And then she deleted the post. And also, literally, Rainy is wearing a sweatshirt that says Kaya and has a picture of Kaya Gerber on it. Like a Kaya Gerber merch she's wearing. <laughs> Very weird. The whole thing is like so twisted. But also just like, we wouldn't care unless there are literally like, do not only don't go to this park, it's closed. And don't encourage people to go. To, like, the whole point gotta suck it up and make an example for other people and also Mm -hmm. the other thing was like to be running around town this side to this side it's like whatever the whole thing is frustrating to me yes it's annoying it's really frustrating but the photos are extremely funny um and andy (laughs) we just we loved your video of you self-isolating and being at home and just drinking wine and having a good time you don't have to do this that was so recent and now she's out here breaking into parks against the against the recommendations and the rules whatever uh i think we're gonna be i think we're gonna call this episode it's over we have a really good call you're doing amazing sweetie just one this week but you should listen because it's funny really really good creativity on display in this call thank you for listening to who's there our weekly call in podcast call in at 619 who them if you have questions comments and concerns support us on patreon.com slash who weekly if you want twice weekly bonus episodes sometimes thrice weekly bonus episodes rate and review us on apple podcasts we love those so much. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And um, we'll see you on Tuesday with another episode of Who Weekly. Bye. Have a good weekend. You will like oh, bye. They want to know. Hey. 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 I want to be famous. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I was talking to my friend last night and telling him about how Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas are called banana. And he pointed out that when they break up, the headlines will be banana split. Crunch, crunch. <laughs>